Welcome to Platform Church Rested Life Conversations. Platform is a young, dynamic, multidimensional church. We offer inspirational, practical, and relevant teaching that is applicable for your daily living. At Platform, our teaching is relevant to people of all ages, race, color, nationality, and of different socioeconomic backgrounds. At Platform Church, we believe that the rested life is a reality for us. For more information, visit platformchurch.co.za. Enjoy the rested life conversations. Now, here is your host, Darlington Steve. Engaging the force of faith for all-round dominion. One more time, I repeat it again. Engaging the force of faith for all-round dominion. My dear sisters and brothers, one of the things I want you to understand, that grace, by the grace of God, your salvation benefit has made everything available to you. Your salvation benefit made everything available to you. You are the one that thinks that you are still lacking some things that God needs to do one, two, and three for you to be able to operate in some certain aspect. No, no, no. God has done everything that pertains to life and to godliness for you. But there is a force that you can engage for you to be able to explore all the possibility. There is a force you can engage and that force is what we are looking into this morning. It's called the force of faith. The force of faith. And this morning I'll be showing you some certain principle in the Bible because one of the things I've seen with the body of Christ at this moment, especially those of us who were born in the church, we thought that faith is just one of those very particular things. You know, I have faith. But we can say that if you have faith, there are some certain possibility you should be able to pull off because the Bible makes us to understand as we begin to go into our test that faith, it is not just uh, what you call, it is not just one of those things that you do. My dear, let me even say this morning as I go deep down, faith, it is not a principle. Faith is not a principle. Faith it is not a religious act. But I will show you from the scripture that the Bible makes us to understand that faith is a mystery. It is part of God's weapon for mass destruction. It is part of God's weapon for you to take everything. No wonder one of the scriptures which we understand. He said taking the shield of faith. Which means it is a weapon that you have to take. It is something that has to be in your hand. You say when you take the shield of faith, you'll be able to quench every fairy dart of the devil. Everything that has been buffeting you. You have tried prayer and fasting. You have tried everything. But my question that I want you to understand, that in the place of prayer and fasting, in the place of speaking in tongues, in the place of all your givings, without this very particular force of faith, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Because why faith is a mystery. It is a force. It is something that you have to hold. It is like how when you wake up in the morning, you cannot actually, except if you are mad, you cannot actually leave your house without you wearing your clothes. Because why you know, the cloth is part and parcel. It is not just one of the principles you just have to put. It is part and parcel for your life. No matter how you want to be very sexy or you want to not even sexy, no matter how you want to behave naked, you can still definitely there are some certain elements of your life you want to cover with the cloth. The same thing also faith demands. And so because of this very particular thing, let's begin to look into our, some of our texts this morning and begin to pull some certain possibility. One of the things in which I put here, I said, we have been ordained by God for a landmark experience on earth. But to access this reality can only be compelled and be explored by faith. We have been ordained, every born again believer, the moment you gave your life to Jesus, the moment you confess Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, the grace for you to be able to do all 
ability for you to be the light of your world, ability for you in that company, for you to be the most educated, the most paid, the highest paid salary, regardless of your qualification, the grace has been made available through faith for you. So because of that, but my question there is how come we claim that we are born again? We claim that we have the Holy Spirit in us, but yet we are not exploring some certain possibility through faith for us to be able to take hold of everything God has marked for us. One of the things also I say, faith is a force. If it is not used, it is going to be diminished. If it is not used, it is going to diminish, it's going to finish. And this is the thing I want to say quickly here before we get into a concept of faith. Because why faith is, see, no matter your salvation, everything about God is wrapped up on this very particular word called faith. It will take faith for you to be able to serve God. It will take faith for you to be able to take some dangerous step. It will take faith for you to make your dream come true. It will take faith for you to be able to give to the house of God. It will take faith for you to even want to sow to even the poor. It would everything. For the Christian life, everything is at the bedrock of this very particular faith. And so because of this, I want to make you understand something. That the day you gave your life to Christ, it takes the all kind of faith that you need was already factored into your salvation benefit. You are the one that is not using it. You are the one that is not engaging that very particular thing. And one of the things that we, the Holy Spirit was saying to me early hours of this morning, that the reason why my people are not engaging the force of it, it is because knowledge and understanding has not been put in place for them to know that faith is not just one of the principles. It is not a religious act. It is a mystery that gives you a mastering on earth. Faith is a mystery. It is a mystery that gives you mastering on it. When you engage the force of faith on every department of your life, you become a master of that very particular thing, regardless of the circumstances of the thing. And that is what faith does. So I hear people say faith is a substance of things. No, 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 no. Because you have to have something for faith to be able to power. So if faith is a substance, which means there must be something that backs that substance, that make it a substance. And that is what we want to look this morning. Now let's begin to look in the book of faith. 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. I'll be reading from two different, uh, what you call, two different versions this morning. 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. From two different versions I'll be reading. The Bible says, um, it says, so fight with the faith for winner's prize. I'm reading from the Passion Translation now. It says, so fight with the faith for the winner's prize. Which means faith carries the possibility to give you the winner's prize. Fight with the faith for the winner's prize. So it is not just fighting to just be among the Christian. No, you fight to shine among the Christian. Regardless of the light that is there, you pull your faith to some certain extent. And I will show you as we go down, and I want you to be patient with me because if you can get this one this morning, you will not need your pastor to pull some certain reality. Yes, I will say it again. If you can get the mystery of this faith this morning, there is no need of calling your pastor because why? You'll be able to pull the same thing your pastor is pulling. You'll be able to stand up, declare some certain things in some certain quarters, and yet you will pull that result. He says here, he says, so faith, he says, so fight with faith for the winner's prize. Lay hold on eternal life, for this is your calling, celebrating in faith before the multitude of witness. So which means your faith carried the grace to make you outstanding. Your faith carried the grace to make you where everything that you want to do, everything that you want to get, you stand strong above all it, regardless of the circumstances. Your faith carried that possibility to pull it off. Then we can also see with the first Timothy, still on that same Timothy, but now on the King James Version. We all know this very particular point on the King James Version. He says here, he says, fight the good fight of faith. So which means that it's also a bad fight of faith. 
If there is a good one, there is a bad one. So now how then do we need to understand the good kind of faith? It is what this morning service is about to deliver to your hand. And I pray this morning, every one of you that is currently struggling with your faith life, every one of you that is feeling that you don't have enough faith to engage, I break that very particular yoke off your neck in the name of Jesus. I decree this morning, every one of you that is saying, Lord, give me the kind of faith that can help me move mountain. I release that understanding upon your life this morning in the name of Jesus. He says here, yeah, fight a good fight for, I mean, fight of faith. He says, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art called. Because why everybody, remember my statement, every believer has been born from a landmark experience on earth. We've been given the grace for us to be the star. That's why for me, one of the things, I don't, I don't apologize about it all the time. I say, point blank, I'm a celebrity pastor. You may want to see it and don't like it. That's your problem. It is my mouth. So I, want, I say what I want to see regardless of the current circumstances. I'm a big boy. Platform Church is the most executive. It is the most prestigious church. It is the church. And so because of that, the understanding of what I carry on the inside determines the step of faith in which I take regarding platform. And so because of that, you are the one, like the Bible there says, it says, whereunto thou art called. Whereunto thou art called. You have been called for a destiny. But my question to you this morning, do you even know what you have been called for? Do you even know the part that God has ordained for you to fulfill on earth? Seven billion people, my dear, everybody has a place on earth. Every, see, God cannot create seven billion people. And out of the seven billion people, everybody is just, there may be about 4.2 billion, they are just lost on this earth. No. Nobody was created to be lost on this earth. Every one of us have been given a grand placement. I tell somebody already, I said, see, seven billion people on planet earth, it is seven billion experiences of God. Seven billion. So which means everybody, even those that are sitting currently now here, and you watching me, you have been given an atom, an aspect of God for you to display on this earth. But for you to be able to pull that thing off, it can only be by the force of faith. By the force of faith. By the force of faith. Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5 from verse 1 to verse 5. Ah, because for us to be able to grant this thing called a faith, ah, we need to look at the scripture to see what everything that faith has to give us. Romans chapter 5 from verse 1 to verse 5. The Bible here says, it says, therefore be justified by faith. Ah, if, if already that statement already make you understand that for you to be able to take hold of everything, faith is there. For faith is the only negotiating power you have. He said, therefore, be justified by faith. So your justification can only be routed by faith. He said, we have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into his grace wherein we stand. So ability for us to explore what grace has can only be by faith. He says, we have access by faith into his grace. Access by faith into his grace. So which means grace made everything available. Faith makes you take all the things that is available. Grace makes everything available, but faith makes you take all that is available for you. He now also says, he says, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God, and not us, and not also so. He said, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patient experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because, because the love of God is shared abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us. How many of you know this morning that Holy Ghost has been given to you? Ah, how many of you know? If you know that Holy Ghost has been given to you this morning, it is time for us to explore what faith carries so that we can be able to take mastering on the things that God has given us. Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 8 and 9. Ephesians 2 verse 8 and 9. The Bible here says this morning, it says, For by grace are ye saved through faith. 
Do you see I'm showing you everything that faith has done? For by grace are ye saved. But it is true faith that you were saved. For by grace are ye faith. So which means the faith that gave you your salvation. Is it the same faith that can actually give you that Bentley you want? Is it the same faith that can actually give you the house and state city? Is it the same faith that can actually empower you to lay hand on the sick and the seed will wake up? I mean, and that very particular sick will recover. It is the same faith that you need for you to be able to touch a dead body and the dead body come back to life. That same kind of faith, the one that you got through your salvation. You don't need for you to be able to now start crying and say, Lord, give me more faith. All you need is, Lord, your prayer should be, God, give me more understanding of the faith in which I carry. Because why? The Bible calls to understand that the measure of faith has been given to us from the very beginning. That pastor that you see that raised the dead, the pastor that you see that was able to push some certain possibility, the same faith that you carry is the same one that he carries. The difference between you and the pastor is the fact that the pastor has been able to work his faith to a certain level whereby the faith has now become a subconscious thing inside. Whereby he does not even need to even worry if he has faith or not. Because why? It has been grinded in his body. And also we can see there also, it says, not of work, lest any man should boast. Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 8 and verse 9. And also let's look also in the book of Hebrews chapter 4 from verse 2 and verse 3. Hebrews 4, 2 and verse 3. Ah, I like this very particular one. He said, for unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. Why? Not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. The, the faith, see, that are, you are currently listening to me. There are some certain declarations I'll be declaring in the course of the service. But the reason why it is not producing for you, you have not mixed it with faith. That's what the scripture is saying here. He said, for unto us the gospel was preached, as well as unto them. But the word pre preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So yes, you can hear it, but yet without faith, it cannot be a performance. It is only faith that performs the hearing word that you have received. Only faith that performs the hearing word that you have received. He said, for we have believed and enter into rest. He said, for we who have believed it, we who have mixed it with faith, and Hebrews chapter 4, for instance, is one of the core scripture of Platform Church, because from Hebrews chapter 4, when you read it from, the, from verse 1 to the end, you will see how we have labored to enter into rest, because why we believe that true faith, we everything and all that has been given to us, that's why we can boldly tell you that the rested life is a reality for us. You may be looking at us and think that, oh, you are saying rested life, but yet you've not paid your bills. My dear, don't worry. I will show you how that even in the place that you've not paid your bills, there is a grace and the force of faith that can compel a happening for you, for you to be able to pull that. Funny enough, as I'm saying this, I remember yesterday, me and my wife went, there's a particular thing we want to buy. We went into the store for us to go and get that very particular thing. I mean, I think it's called to, to pay those very particular stuff and stuff. Now, I'm the, what's called the thing we want to buy. I've forgotten the name of the thing. Yeah, it's a chair. Yeah, some of those, you know, those outfits. My wife, like, my, wife, my wife is an outdoor person. She is a lover of love. I don't know how to say it. And so by the time I ask her, why do you say no, so we can be having breakfast? May God give you grace to marry a wife that loves you in the name of Jesus. And for those of you who are single, may God give you a husband that can understand that if you are a loving person, he is not going to be jealous. We got to that very particular store. All of a sudden, my wife just threw a particular, I see, you see, some certain things I hear people say, I, hear, I laugh. She just threw the word, it's like, babe, just imagine that we just got here and all of a sudden, um, the price was reduced. That's what she just said. I'm like, no, it's possible. Because me, I understand what words is, words are not to be joked. It's like, no, it's possible. I, I, for me, I just agree. No, baby, it's possible. Now, guess what? 
the guy who attended to us on the previous morning, the one who came, was a two different guy. Now, this one came, was like, okay, what do you guys want to do and stuff? We told him, this is what we want to buy, blah, blah, blah. We've made a payment before. We just want to come and see what it is so that we can finish it. And guess what? A product that was about 4,000 plus, if I could remember very well, all of a sudden, by the time we finished everything, it was, we were saved with extra 1,500 rand. For you, you think it's a lock, my dear, for us, it's fate. Fate pulled that possibility for us. Because my wife declared it, I quickly captured the signal, and I said it is possible. In less than 30 minutes, what we were, now, this is where the testimony is sweet. That very particular product should be at that very particular discounted rate tomorrow. But they initiated it for us yesterday, Saturday. Now, what do you want to say? You want to say, no, that they were just lucky. No, lucky means we were supposed to be there that same tomorrow. But for you to know that the force of faith and the force of grace was able to compel what needs to happen tomorrow to happen for us on the previous day. I pray this morning for somebody that as you begin to engage the force of faith, every blessing that needs to happen for you tomorrow will locate you today in the name of Jesus. I don't care that very particular disturb that has been in your life. As you engage the force of faith, everything that needs to get into the place of rest will get there by force in the name of Jesus. The force of faith. The force of faith. Another thing I want you to also understand is this, believers. That the devil is busy fighting your glorious destiny in Christ Jesus. He is busy fighting. Why is he fighting? Because he knows um, that if he can shift your faith, if he can move your faith, he will be able to get you down to the place where you will not be able to perform anything. We can see that with the story where Jesus was praying for Peter. He said, Peter, I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. Because why? The devil is looking to bring you down. My dear, every battle that everybody is facing on planet Earth, thank God that this morning is called the Activation Sunday. Every battle that everyone is facing is the battle of faith. It's the battle of faith. It's the battle of faith. Because why? That you are hearing this message this morning. You are saying to yourself, I can do it tomorrow. I can do it. I can do it. Now, the spirit of God on the inside of you is telling you you can do it. But all of a sudden, the devil is also telling you, mm, you can do it. But you, but you remember, you've not paid, you've not even paid the rent last month. And yet, you are saying that you want to build a house in State City. Because why? Every battle that you fight is the battle of faith. See, the devil does not drive a car. He does not live in a house. So you are the one thinking that the devil is attacking your finance. No. The devil is attacking your faith by using your finance as a medium to get to your faith. The devil is attacking your health by using that health as a medium to shift your faith. And I pray this morning that as we begin to look, some of the forces and the mystery that backs this very particular faith, that your eyes will be open to see them all in the name of Jesus. That very particular dream and desire you want, it is possible. But it can only be powered by faith. That very particular lifestyle you want to live. The rested life reality as we call it in Platform Church. Where everything is resting. Everything is it's at a full capacity. But that can only be possible by the force of faith. Now let's begin to look at the book of Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22. From verse 31 and verse 32. Luke 22, 31 and 32. Jesus here was saying to Peter. He was saying here. He says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you, that he may shift you as a wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. 
when thou had converted strengthen thy brethren this morning as this word of god is coming out of my mouth every one of you that is in the place of weakness in the place of pain in the place of anxiety in the place of giving up i am here this morning to strengthen you to say don't give up your blessing is just around the corner i know that the weeping has been persistent i know that the darkness has been there for longer but i decree this day that from today onward you get into the place of your morning in the name of jesus your light is shining everything that matters to you they are coming to pass in the name of Jesus don't fail the faith don't make that faith shrink God one of the things I said also one more time is that grace makes all things available but it is faith that makes all things attainable grace makes all things available the grace of God has made everything available but my dear sisters and brothers it would only take faith for you to be able to attain that very particular thing. And I pray this morning that as we begin to look, what is the definition of faith? As we begin to talk about the faith factor. Because why? Everything for a believer, for us in Christ Jesus, the only thing that makes everything great, that makes everything beautiful in its time, is the force of faith. Now let's look at what Hebrews chapter, Hebrews chapter 11, and also from verse 1 and verse 6. Hebrews 11, 1 and 6. Now, that is not the definition of faith, but I just want to show you what faith can pull. The Bible just says, um, Hebrews 11, 1 and 6. He said, now, faith is a substance of things that we hope for, which means you must have something that you have pictured through faith. Then it becomes a substance for you to use it to hope for it. So, which means faith, that very particular substance. So, that is not the definition of faith, but I will show you from the scripture. He said, the evidence of things not seen. Then verse 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that must come to the Father, which is God, must believe that he is, and he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I pray this morning that as you diligently open your heart to receive the message from, your, from God's servant, everything that needs to come alive will come alive this morning in the name of Jesus. Now let's begin to get into what is faith? What is faith? What is faith? I am hearing in my spirit this morning. I don't know who needs to hear this very particular prophetic declaration. I am hearing in my spirit this morning that there is something that you have actually abandoned. But as you are hearing the message this morning, your spirit man is coming alive regarding that very particular thing. The Lord asked me to tell you that you should engage with it immediately because the force of faith has gone ahead of you to make that thing possible. Whatever that thing is in your heart that God has marked for you to do, I am hearing in my spirit that you are doubting that this thing this man is going to say, I like it. But yet the spirit is prompting something in you for you to do. Please and please don't delay. Engage with it. Now what is faith? What is faith this morning? That's number one. Faith is not a religious philosophy. It is a spiritual mystery. I want you to write that down. Faith is not a religious philosophy. It is not a word that was coined by people who were sleeping and drinking. It was not a word but that was coined by people who were just having good time. And they came to say, let's just bring the word faith. Faith is not a word that was even from the ancient wisdom of the people of this age, your forefathers. No. Faith is not a religious philosophy. It is a spiritual mystery. It is a spiritual mystery. We can see that the book of First Timothy chapter 3 verse 9. First Timothy chapter 3 verse 9. First, it is a mystery. It is a mystery that commands mastering on earth. It is a mystery that gives you everything that you desire. Regardless of your circumstances that is currently available. Faith is not a religious philosophy. It is a spiritual mystery. It is a weapon that has been given to every believer to take hold of it, to command that possibility. One of the things in which I put here says, when you are prayed by the mystery of the kingdom, you command the mastering of the situations of life. When you are prayed by the mystery, 
by the mystery, by the mystery of the kingdom, you become, you command the mastering of life. It is not a humanistic principle, neither is it a theory, but faith is a mystery. It is a force that has been sent for you to be able to take hold and to lay hold of everything that God has given to you. John chapter 11 verse 40. John eleven forty. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of God? So which means everything and all things can only be routed if you believe that your faith life is intact. Everything and all that you ever need can only be possible by faith. We understand this very particular story here in the book of John chapter 11 where Jesus Christ, he spoke to the fig tree. And when he spoke to the fig tree, all of a sudden, that very particular fig tree died down. And all of a sudden, Peter was smart enough to know that Jesus said it. And when Peter came and asked Jesus, and said, Jesus, this is what you have said. And Jesus says, if only you believe. If only you have faith. My dear, the faith has the capacity to restore everything. The faith has the capacity to kill everything. And the faith that you currently have has the capacity to kill everything. Anything that you want to kill, faith has the capacity to do that. Everything that you want to build, your faith has it. But until you begin to believe that this is not just a figmentation of Dalitin's thought, but this is a mystery, not just a religious practice. It is a covenant that backs God's integrity. The only thing that will make God come down for you, it is true faith. It is true faith. We also see in the book of Mark chapter 11 verse 22, Jesus said, have faith in God. Have faith in God. You see, by the time this very particular scripture was given to me, the Holy Spirit made me to understand. Thank God that he reminded me this morning also to tell you. This is the thing I want you to understand concerning faith because until you begin to understand how this faith thing work, you'll be able to pull out the possibility. The day you gave your life to Jesus, God gave you his faith. The day you gave your life to Jesus, he gave you his faith to believe his word. And the moment that faith was given to you, it has now become your faith. It is no more faith of God. It is now become your faith. When Mark, Mark 11, 22 was saying, have faith in God, he was telling them at that point that the faith in which I want to give you, it is the faith of God. But the moment the faith is in your hand, it is no more the faith of God. It is now your faith. It is now your capacity. It is now, because why? It has been given to you. It is like where the Bible says that the gift and the calling of God are without repentance. The moment you give your life, that gift of faith, the spirit of faith, like it was said in the book of First Corinthians chapter 12, the spirit of faith was injected on the inside of you. Now that the faith is in your hand, my question to you this morning, what are you doing with the faith? Are you sitting down and watching and blaming circumstances concerning your faith? Or you are actually now, as I'm speaking now, your faith is coming back. Your faith is coming back. What else also is faith? Because I needed to understand the definition of faith. What is faith? Number two, it is the display of confidence in God and his word until your desired result is obtained. It is the display of confidence. It is not something that is hidden. It is something that everybody can see it by the step in which you take. It is a display of confidence in God. Confidence in God and in his word until your desired result is obtained. Until, see, no matter what it is, you may be sitting currently now earning 22 rand, but your picture of your mind is 50 rand. Faith is displaying the confidence where you operate on a 50 rand salary and not a 22 rand, regardless of the fact that this month they will pay you 22 rand, but you know too well that my salary is 50 rand. You know too well. I remember one of one of the daughters of this commission, when she was saying, she said, Pastor, I want to be able to give at a certain level of my faith. And I said, try it and see. Try God and see. 
all of a sudden she begins to command some certain things. One of my brother also in Nigeria, we are both talking. And I was like, no, pastor, I hear this thing. But I want to push at a particular level of finance. And I said to him, I said, see, whatever you want to pull at the level of finance you want to pull, the faith you have on your inside will determine if you, that thing will come to pass. And all of a sudden, and I said to him by prophetic declaration, I said, look for a particular church, that very particular thing you desire. Go there and sow that very particular seed. All of a sudden, he called me last month and said to me, sir, that very particular income that I was waiting for came through in less than two weeks. My dear, your faith carry capacity. When your faith is in display, the confidence in which you place in God and his word will become, will become forceful to the point that the word will adjust itself to accommodate your current status. My dear, I want to say this to somebody. Your faith has the capacity to adjust the universe. Listen to me. Your faith has the capacity to adjust the universe, to operate in your current capacity, to operate in your current thinking, to operate in your current reality. As long as your reality is great, the universe has no choice than to compel to the faith thinking that you have on your inside. What else again is faith? What else again is faith? Number three here, it is partnering with the invisible God in the light of the scripture, resolving in accomplishment of the impossibility. It is partnering with the invisible. It is partnering with the invisible. Your faith, it is what makes you and God a co-laborer with the things that God has actually marked on earth for you. Your faith, it is partnering with the invisible God in the light of the scripture. I remember last week's Sunday we were talking about what the imagination of you can do. And I said it on last week's Sunday's message. I said if all you are doing is to pray and you are not picturing the future from the scripture, that all God can do at most is 50%. But even with the place that you are praying, without your faith back in it, the 50% will not even be possible. For those of you who need to listen to that message, I beg you, go back to last week's Sunday's message and, and begin to meditate on that very particular thing because this is just a also called part two of the message this moment. It is partnering with the invisible God. Partnering with the invisible God. You are the one that cannot see God, but your faith sees God. You are the one that says, where is God? But your faith knows that God is in existence. Your faith was able to capture the reality. That is why it was easy for you to come out when we say, if you want to give your life to Christ, it was easy to come out because why? Your faith captured God at that point. So faith, it is partnering with the invisible God and the light of the scripture, resolving the impossible, I mean, what's called resolving in the accomplishment of the impossibility. I don't see you, but I know you exist. That's what faith is saying. I know that I don't see you, but I know that God exists. I know that there is a sickness currently, but I know that there is a divine health. I know that, yes, there is poverty that is looming my family. My case is not the same with my family. I know that they said I will not be able to carry my children, but not in my watch. Faith is partnering with the invisible God. It is partnering with the invisible God for you to be able to make the impossible to become a reality. What else again is faith? Number four. What else again is faith? It is being fully persuaded of the truth, regardless of the prevailing circumstances, notwithstanding until the truth prevail. Somebody needs to get this one. I'll say it again one more time. It is being fully persuaded. It is not something that you are trying to think. Your mind is trying to... It is fully persuaded of the truth, regardless of the prevailing circumstances. Regardless of what is happening, it is being fully persuaded, regardless of the prevailing circumstances, notwithstanding, until the truth prevail. 
until the truth prevail. Until the truth prevail. Until the truth prevail. I feel like somebody should hear this one. Until the truth prevail. It is fully persuaded of the truth until the truth prevail. It is fully persuaded of the truth until the truth prevail. What is the truth concerning your health? The Bible says by the stripes, I am healed. Regardless of the sickness, regardless of the diseases, I am fully persuaded that I have the health of Christ. I am fully persuaded that I don't have the sickness. If I don't have it, it cannot be me that is your you are fully persuaded faith is being fully persuaded of the truth regardless of the prevailing circumstances until the truth prevail what else again is faith number five here rako <laughs> shata believe that somebody has been blessed this morning number five here i say faith is hearing god's word believing it and not doubting in your heart faith is hearing god's word believing in it and you are not doubting the place where you are not shifting, the place where you are not bothered, regardless of what is happening in your company, you are not moved. They said to you that this very particular year, you are about to, you, everyone's called, you will lose your job and everything. You, you are rested. You live a rested life so well to the point that you know that, come down, I am in partnership with God. God cannot look at me, his own beloved child, and yet allow me to go a day without a job. We are fully persuaded. Your faith is hearing God's word. Believe in it and not doubting at all. Not doubting at all. What is written is superior to what is happening. See, you are the one that is looking at the Bible as a novel. That is why the faith factor is not working. Because when you begin to look at it and you begin to picture your reality from the scripture, you begin to take hold of the future you desire. When you look at the scripture, you picture your future from that very particular scripture. You get into the desired future. Faith empowers that to become a reality. One of the things in which I put here, I said, it is a wisdom that develops and grows your faith. The wisdom that you know, the understanding that you have been able to capture, it is what develops your faith. One more time, I don't know, I can hear this again. Maybe this is for somebody that just tuned in just now. The Lord asked me to tell you that as your faith is indicting that thing that you want to do, he said, I should tell you one more time, I can hear it in my spirit. Please engage with it. That call for, in fact, as a matter of fact, I'm hearing it as a business, as a project, as something that you want to do. But your faith is failing you. You were doubting from beginning to think that, no, I want to transfer it to next year and stuff. But I hear again one more time that you should engage with it. Because why? Grace has now made it available. Please let the faith that is bumping on your inside to make you make that very particular reality to be attainable. I pray that every word that I'm saying this morning from this prophetic declaration, it becomes, it materializes in your life in the name of Jesus. Let's continue our this this morning. Our thought this morning. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. Ephesians 6, 16. The Bible says, above all, taking the seed of faith, where it you shall be able to quench every dart of the wicked. Taking the shield of faith. Taking the shield of faith. Taking the shield of faith. See, faith is something that you have to take. It has been given to you. The reason why you are correctly sick, why you are sitting down thinking that the devil is attacking you, why you are looking at your finances and you are wondering, it is because you have not taken the shield of faith. You have to take it. It is the weapon of mass destruction. For me, I call I called, I called exploring faith. Depending on the level of the faith in which you are praying, your faith can be a chakabula. How do you, how do you explain chakabula in Nigeria? You know those guns that you have to cock? Pusha. You crack again. Pusha. We call it Nigeria chakabula. I don't know what it is. That's the way you will grow your faith. Is that your faith becomes a chakabula? Or your faith is a nuclear weapon? 
whereby when the devil sees you coming, he knows that, damn it, this is a nuclear weapon. He clears his way quickly because he knows that you, because the devil, he knows that you have developed your faith to the point that you are now operating on a nuclear weapon level, not just ordinary faith. He says, above all, taking the shield of faith. The reason why that very particular sickness is persistent, have you taken the shield of faith? The reason why that circumstance is still currently persistent, have you taken the shield of faith? Because the Bible calls it the shield of faith, which means faith is the thing that as you have taken it, it blocks you from every occurrence that is happening, where your mind is picturing the future because you know that future is existing. Your mind pictures the future because you know the future exists. You carry the shield of faith. You block all the poverty, all the lack, all the want, all the father people are asking you, show us your husband. All the father people are asking you, those nonsense things that they are bringing, the world keeps bombarding you. You take the shield of faith. The shield of faith, you write your reality. And when you look at the shield of faith, you see the future that you desire from the pages of the scripture. Is above all taking the shield of faith. He says, now this is the funny thing that is very that is interesting that you can quench every fiery dart of the devil. So, which means the principalities and power, the wickedness in high places, even the small boy called the devil, because as I call the guy, the small boy called the devil. You can use your faith to quench the guy permanently. This morning, my wife and I, you know, I have a beautiful wife where God has blessed me with. I keep saying it all the time. So I, I can only marry once. And I can the only time I will remarry is when we get to heaven. Because we know that heaven does not have marriage. But even when I get to heaven, I will find her. You have no, I will find her. Yo, if I, where, where will she be going? Because she'll be by my side. I will take permission in God. Father, I hear there is no marriage in heaven, but God, can I continue it here? But what is it I want to say this morning? My wife brought up a question that was very interesting. And one of the reasons why I like that very particular question is because a lot of believers, that question has messed us up too much. A question that has, why is it that the devil has a lot of power? Why is it that, yes, when we say something, the devil holds that thing and she runs with the thing. And the devil runs with that very particular thing to buffet us. And this is my answer here that I said to her. And please and please hear me, this is the gospel truth. When the devil loses his kingdom in heaven, the Bible did not say that God stripped the devil of his power. No. The power of devil, when he came down with him, he landed the edge. You can see that in the book of Genesis chapter 1, from verse 1 and also verse 2. The Bible says when the devil landed, he corrupted the edge. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. But this is a funny thing here. The devil, yes, has the power. But this is where you, the believer, that you are currently listening to me or currently watching me, either on YouTube or Facebook or you're listening to me on platform radio. Now, this is what gives you an advantage over the devil. When you give your life to Christ, authority and power was given to you. The devil only has power. He has no authority. You have bought the power and bought the authority. But my question to you this morning, what are you doing with the authority in which you have? What are you doing? Because it is at the mention of the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. And also the Bible makes us to understand that for as he is, so are you. So if Jesus has been given all the power, all the authority, what are you doing? And there the Bible says, for as he is, so are you. He said the fullness of Godhead dwells in you bodily. I am trying to pump your faith this morning. The fullness of Godhead dwells in you bodily. If it dwells in you bodily, which means you carry the authority, you carry the power, you carry the mandate, you carry everything that God is. Can God be intimidated by the devil? Can God be intimidated by sickness? Can God be intimidated by poverty? Can God be intimidated by witchcraft? Can God be intimidated by one useless thing that just said to you that you will never live long? Because why? You are now in the God class. I pray for you this morning. Everything that has intimidated you thus far, I cause that thing from its root. In the name of Jesus, you carry the class of God. 
You carry the power and the authority. The problem there is the fact that you are not engaging the authority that you have in Christ Jesus. Authority has been given to you. One of the examples also that comes to my head for you to see to just to just buttress on this issue of the power, the authority, and the faith. Do you notice that when a, when a young girl, a young girl, she's just wearing a mufti. When I mean mufti, she's wearing a, your normal cloth like this, and she stands on the road and she's trying to stop you. Do you notice that she's a police person, no? But for the fact that she's not wearing the uniform, if she does this to you and she's trying to stop you, you can run her down because why? She's not wearing what gives her the authority to stop you. But when that same girl entered the road, even though the girl is a nine years, she's wearing a police uniform and she does her hand to you like this, they don't burn your generation well not to stop. Because why? Authority has been given to her by the government of South Africa to stop everything. The same thing also your faith has for you this morning. Authority has been placed to you by the faith of God on your inside for you to raise your hand and to say to that sickness, enough is enough. To say to the poverty, enough is enough. To say to the begging, enough is enough. To say to witchcraft attacker, enough is enough. The same way that police girl carried the same authority, you carried the authority. You carried the authority. You carry the authority. That grace is already on your inside. We can also see some of the guys in the Bible. Because I need to show you some example of the guys in the Bible. For you to know the authority they carry. I remember one of the daughters that is currently sitting here. In the, sitting here with this very particular thing. I, I think I went, I went for. I went to see my. Um, one of the fathers of faith. And also by the time I was coming back. For strangers I don't know. My phone just has a way. Only God understand the phone. And so they were trying to get hold of me. And as they were trying to get hold of me. For strangers my number was not going through. And all of a sudden, my wife called me. But I said, babe, this is what has happened and they need you. And I said, what? What happened? Immediately, I called. And I remember telling the mom. And I said, mom, he said, yes, I'm coming. Because the moment I was standing up, I had no apology for the devil. For me, it is like, what nonsense is this? I stood up with the, with the madness and the vigor that I carry on the inside. I wasn't going there to pray to say, God, please. I was going there to redeem her back to life. That was my understanding. By the time I got there, I noticed that some people were trying to speak some certain things. I was watching. But I could tell in my spirit that, no, this girl is going. I could feel it immediately. Immediately, I stand up with the young guy in me. Aga, woman, come back. And in less than 15 minutes, she come back to God. Billy Grace, she's sitting here watching me. Because why? I could understand that the faith in which I carry can raise the dead. The faith in which I carry can change circumstances regardless of how far she had gone in the spirit. Because the Holy Spirit showed me how far she has gone. And I said, what? Because I know too well when that destiny was committed to my hand, the years back, and God said to me, if anything happened to her, I will hold you responsible. So because of that, the annoyance for me to go, my dear, that same grace that brings the lady back to life, that same grace that gives a lady a job in this very particular church, where they have said to her that this year you will not be able to have a job anymore. But as I'm talking to you now, the faith that she routed, as I'm talking, she has signed a job. Now she is even waiting for her to be. She, she is, we, are, we are in a space. Can we fire the person who wants to fire you or whatever? Now that is the thinking we are having this morning. I pray for somebody this morning that the hunger for you to engage your faith rest upon you this morning in the name of Jesus. Let's look at some of the examples this morning because I want somebody by the time we finish our service this morning to be able to pull some certain possibility to be able to wrap a reality in your life. Let's look at the Bible this morning. In the book of Daniel chapter 3. The three Hebrew boys. We know the story. How when the king has declared. I think it's called King Nebu. I call the guy Nebu. King Nebuchadnezzar. 
He has declared that everybody should bow to his grieving image. Those guys understand because why? The Bible was not written to them for them to have the Bible. But they have heard from their prophets. They have heard from the servant of God that there is a thing called faith that you can back on and the faith will pull some certain possibility. They have heard that it was through faith. Moses was able to part the Red Sea. So when that very particular attack came to meet them, where the king was telling them, bow to my God. And they said to the king, he said, oh king, we are not careful in answering you in this matter. That even though you will put us in the fire or you choose not to put us, we will still not bow down. And the king got angry. And the Bible says when God saw the fate of the three Hebrew boys, all of a sudden the three Hebrew boys was able to pull Jesus to come into the fire before Jesus was mandated to come on earth. They were, their faith pulled the reality of the future to come in their present life. All of a sudden, the king Nebuchadnezzar look at the boys and he says, I see in the fire a fourth man that looked like Christ in that very particular fire. My dear, this morning, I don't know who you are. Everything that you want to pull, your faith carry the capacity. That very particular reality you want to see, your faith carry the capacity to pull it to your current state. The three Hebrew children, they were able to pull Jesus from that. Jesus showed up in the fire. To the point that King Nebuchadnezzar could see that the fourth person there is like the son of the Most High God. And for, for that same understanding, the fire, when they were in the fire, the fourth man came, quenched it. What gave those two Hebrew children the force to be able to engage? They have what they call the force of faith. Another person also we see is the guy called Daniel. Daniel was able to pull the force of faith. In the book of Daniel chapter 6, he pulled the force of faith to the point that he was able to shut the mouth of lion. He knows too well that the king has made a decree. That if you do not, if you don't, if you pray, you, he knows where he's going. But he knows too well that he serve a God, regardless of the prevailing circumstances. I serve a God. I partner with the divinity. I partner with the invisible. And because of my partnership with him, the lion cannot do me anything. And all of a sudden, the same king, Nebu, look at him. This is the statement I like about him. He said, see. So your God, he said, I know that this is a funny thing about, see, unbelievers know what you carry. The problem with you is the fact that you don't know what you carry. The Nebuchadnezzar, he said, I know that the God in which you serve is able to deliver you. Yeah, he has delivered you. Now, that was the statement of a man who does not even believe God. The reason why your boss is still tormenting you, the reason why that business, that economy, that health and stuff, they are tormenting you. They are pulling, they are trying to pull out your faith, but you are the one shrinking according to your current circumstances. Nebuchadnezzar know too well. He says, I know that your God will be able to deliver thee. And yet he was able to shut the mouth of a lion. See, my dear, I want to say this here. Your faith has the capacity to stop animate and inanimate object. Your faith has the capacity to make animate and inanimate object to move for the direction in which you want to go. The same faith was able to stop a lion. The same faith was able to make a tree go down. That same faith has the capacity. The same faith, you already have it on your inside. Who else again we want to see when it comes to the force of faith? The woman's name is called Hannah. In the book of 1 Samuel chapter 1, 1 Samuel chapter 1, it got to a particular point. She says, until I get my blessing, I am not living Shiloh. Until I get my miracle, until the invisible become visible, I am not living this very particular place. She proposed in her heart. My question to you this morning as the word of God is coming out of my mouth. Have you proposed in your heart that until as long as this service is still on, I would take my blessing? Hannah was able to pull somewhere out of the out of the same Shiloh. Remember, she was going to that very particular church every time. But that day, she make it my time. I pray for somebody this morning. This service will become your service for dominion in the name of Jesus. We also see where the, what's it called. We also see 
that faith moves and builds and frames all the things that we are seeing now. In the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3, faith moves everything. He said, by the, word, by the word of faith, everything that be not was formed and was framed. It is by faith that everything was formed. When Jesus was creating the universe, he was able, he was sending faith. Let there be light, and there was light. Let the firmament, let there be, let the waters and the sea. He was just sending faith. So faith formed everything that you are seeing. My prayer for you this morning, that as we engage on the prayers this morning, that your faith will form all your reality. In the name of Jesus, faith carried the power to form. It carried the power to dislodge. It carried the power to rearrange. It carried the power to put things down. It carried the power to build things up. Your faith carries the power. But my question to you this morning, are you going to engage on that reality or you're going to sit down and watch faith make mockery of you? One of the things in which I put here, I say is um, that you can do everything, but that everything can only be possible if you engage your faith. And I pray for you this morning that you will engage every possibility you have in Christ in the name of Jesus. I say faith has been fully persuaded of the truth, regardless of the obvious circumstances. Faith has been fully persuaded. It has been fully persuaded. It has been fully persuaded. See, I want somebody to carry this word from my mouth. If you forget anything this morning, faith has been fully persuaded. I am not moved until it is done. The same thing, let's look at the book of Romans chapter 4. Because I've been talking, let's go on the scripture this morning. Please, I want you to punch the Bible open for those who are using devices. But for those who still have the Bible, flip the pages. You not punch the Bible or open the Bible. Let's look at the book of Romans chapter 4 from verse 20 and verse 21. Because I want to show you how Abraham, the father of faith, how Abraham, the Bible says he staggered not. Romans chapter 4 from verse 20 to verse 21. The Bible here says in verse 20, he says he staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief. Which means he was not shaken at all but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he has promised, he was able to perform. Being fully persuaded, Abraham at age 99, he did not consider his body dead. Abraham at age 99, he did not look at Sarah 89 and say Sarah's body cannot perform. He was able to look at Sarah's body, look at his body by faith. And he knows that I will carry my miracle child. I pray for someone this morning. As you are looking at the picture of your future from the pages of the scripture, everything that you are finding becomes a reality for you in the name of Jesus. Abraham was fully persuaded. The Bible says he staggered not at the promise. He staggered not at the promise. He was ready. He knows that no matter what happened that as long as the Lord lives and my faith will give me all that I desire. One of the things in which I put here I says when faith comes alive it stabilizes you under all conditions. Your faith stabilizes you. You are not moved by anything. Regardless of the bombs that is happening, you know that the destination is a reality. You are not moved. You are not shaking. You are not, you are not confused. You are, you are stayed. Your belief is in God. Your belief is in the invisible. We consider the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 3. It says, for we which have believed have entered into rest. Let me say this to everyone this morning, especially everyone that is planted in Platform Church. See, the ability for you to experience the rested life that we carry at this commission can only be by the force of faith. Can only be. Because the scripture makes us to understand that we who have believed have entered into rest. We who have believed have entered into rest. The only place for you to enter the rest, it is for you to labor, to believe. See, your labor should be the labor of belief. Your labor should be the labor of obeying the scripture. Your labor should be the labor of working out your faith. He said, for we which have believed 
have entered into rest. My dear, this morning I pray for you all. Everyone that is contending with your rest this morning, I cross them from the root in the name of Jesus. Anyone that says that you will not enter the rest, every devil, every witchcraft power, every demonic activities of the kingdom of hell, negotiating with your destiny, I cross them this morning in the name of Jesus. Your rest is available. Your rest has been given to you. Your rest is a reality. Your rest is a walking path. Your rest is good. Your rest is sweet. Enter into your rest this morning. In the name of Jesus. One of the things also I want you to understand is the fact that faith can make everything new again. I don't know what is that thing in which you have gone through. What is that thing in which you have lost? When you believe the word this morning, the faith can make everything new again. We consider the book of Isaiah chapter 43 verse 19. Isaiah 43 verse 19. The Bible just says, he said, behold, I will do a new thing. He said, now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. He said, behold, I will do a new thing. But the only way that new thing can come to pass, it is through the force of faith. God has actually declared his word. He said, the word shall go out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it will accomplish everything that I've said to him. Now, this is a funny thing about a very particular scripture. God has declared that he will do a new thing. Now you are the one now who needs to declare back to God. To say God according to your word. You will do a new thing in my life. I send the word back to you because why? It is what you send back to God. That is what God makes a reality for your life. He has sent the word to you. He says I will do a new thing. Do you believe by faith that new thing is going to happen in your life? Or you are sitting there on a couch like a couch potato, shrinking to the advancement of the devil, shrinking to the deceptions of the wicked one, shrinking to the, to the narrative that the world is speaking. He says, I will do a new thing. What is that new thing that you want in your life? What is that very particular thing you want God to do? He says, I will do a new thing. All I need for you is to send me the currency that pulls the reality. Revelation chapter 21 verse 5. He says also, uh, he says, and he that sat upon the throne, he said, behold, I will make all things new. Uh, I will make all things new. My dear, this morning I was praying for you all. Uh, and the Lord said to me that if you can capture the future, regardless of your destiny, if you can capture the future, regarding your health, whatever the thing is, uh, he said, God, he said, God says, I should tell you that he is committed to make it happen for you. He is committed to make it happen for you. My dear, 2021 is around the corner. Whether you like it or not, but my question to you this morning, are you going to wake up to the reality of the faith that God has embedded on your inside so that your 2021 will look great? One of the things in which I said, and I was praying to God, I said, Father, 2021 is the year where all the ladies in the church, as long as you desire to, you will marry that year. Where the husband will come from, I don't know. If God will have to create another one for you, it will come to pass. Because why? It is part of your rested life mandate. It is part of your rested life reality. Everyone believing God for the fruit of the womb. My dear, I want you to understand that 2021, by this time next year, you will hold your miraculous baby in the name of Jesus. The grace for that is available. We can also see that in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. He said, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Do you know that the day you gave your life to Christ, you are already a new product. Your existence was not existing before. You were not a refurbished product. You were not a tokumbo. You were not a pre-owned. You are not a house that has been used. You are a new creator. He said, all things have passed away. 
all things have passed and behold all things are now new <laughs> all things are new newness in your health newness in your marriage newness in your finance newness with the things of god all things are now new I pray this morning for you that as you engage this reality, everything that needs to become new in your life will begin to find expression in the name of Jesus. You have been given the power for newness. You have been given the power for greatness. You have been given the power for abundance. But all that very particular power can only be factored in through the force of faith. Now let's begin to look also. Why is faith vital and why is it important? Because yes, we've make you, I've shown you by example, I mean by definitions, what is faith? Faith is compelling, believing the invisible to make the invisible become a reality. But why is it important? I'll show you from the scripture this morning that faith is very important for you and I to be able to pull the possibility that we need to pull. Why is faith very important? Number one, <laughs> I feel the prophetic of my life this morning. I don't know why. But this morning I hear, God said I should tell you this morning that that very particular attack thus far has come to an end in the name of Jesus. The attack that the devil has been attacking you. The Lord said I should tell you that it has come to an end in the name of Jesus. I hear you in the, I hear in my spirit. You are currently now struggling when it comes to the issue of your health. The Lord said I should tell you right now that by the power of God on this very particular service, that health challenge is hereby swallowed up in the name of Jesus. I hear in my spirit again one more time. That health challenge is hereby swallowed up in the name of Jesus. For you this moment, I hear in my spirit, you are dreading this week. This week looks like the most weak that you don't want to see starting from today you just bump into this very particular service hoping to hear god god i should tell you that this week will deliver to you the result you want in the name of jesus that this week you are so afraid of this week all of a sudden just because you know that tomorrow is monday you are so afraid god said i should tell you that it should come down that he has gone ahead of you calm down he has gone ahead of you now let's continue this morning why is faith vital or why is faith important Number one, it takes faith to actualize your dominion and your rested life that you desire. It takes faith to actualize your dominion. It takes faith to actualize your rested life. It takes faith for you to actualize it. We can see that in the book of Romans chapter 8 from verse 29 and verse 30. Romans 8, 29 and 30. The Bible just says, he said, for whom he did foreknown, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. That he, might, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. He said, moreover, whom he has predestined, them he has also called. And whom he has called, he has also justified. And whom he has justified, he has also glorified. My dear, you have a glorious destiny that God has given you. But it takes faith for you to actualize your dominion. Because why you have been called. God from the beginning of existence has called you and has made you a king and a priest. According to the book of Revelation, he said you are king and a priest and you shall reign. Reigning mandate has been given to you. Dominion was in part of parcel of you. But it takes faith for you to actualize that. I pray this morning that as your eye begin to open, every of the dominion you desire, every rested life you want to make a reality shall come to you this morning in the name of Jesus. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 18 also says that, that the just, that the, the part of the just is like a shining light and it shines more and more. 
See, my dear, it is an abnormally for a believer. Where a believer who said yesterday was better than today, it is an abnormally. It is not a reality for us as a platform member. It is not a reality for us as believer. He says the part of the just, the part of those that know how to operate your faith, shall be brighter, brighter, brighter. Which means if you have 10 yesterday, today should be 20. If last year you have 100, today should be 200. The part of the just is like a shining light. It shines more and more. My dear, it takes faith to actualize your dominion. It also says there in verse 18, it says, but the part of the just is like a shining light that shines more and more. It shines more and more. It shines more and more. It shines more and more. We can also see the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 7. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 30. Galatians chapter 3 verse 11. And Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. It says the just shall live by their faith. All that scripture talks about the believer living by their faith. He said the just shall live by faith. Romans 1, 7, the just shall live by faith. Hebrews 10, 30, the just shall live by faith. Galatians 3, 11, the just shall live by faith. And Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4, he said the just shall live by their faith. The just shall live. You are living on this very particular earth. It's totally dependent on the force of faith that you engage. I say until faith is in place, our dominion and rested life will be in question. Until faith is in place, our rested life is in question. What is again that we need to understand? Number two, it is to you according to your faith. Why do we need faith? Why is faith more important? It is to you according to your faith. Every reality that you are seeing currently, your faith pulled it. Everything that you are seeing, your faith pulled it. Whether your faith in fear or your faith in the faith of God or your faith in the place of God, everything that you are seeing, your faith pulled the reality. We can also see that the book of Matthew chapter 9 from verse 28 to verse 30. Matthew 29, 28 verse 30. The Bible just says, it says, and when he is come into the house, the blind man came to him and said, he said, believe, the blind man came to him and said, Jesus, unto them, he said, believe that I can be able to do this. And he says, yeah, Lord. And the Lord touched his eyes saying, according to your faith, so shall it be unto you. This was the story of the blind Bartimaeus when he was screaming, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He screamed from the position of his faith. And all of a sudden, Jesus asked him, do you believe that this can be possible? The same question I want to ask you this morning. Do you have a faith that you can live the rested life? Do you have the faith that you can carry your child? Do you have the faith that you can walk into your office tomorrow and the devil that is attacking you would have been dead? Do you have the faith that you can go this very particular year without you begging and borrowing? Do you have the faith for you to pull that? It is to you according to your faith. It is to you according to your faith. One of the things I put here, I said your understanding of the situation should push you to stand in faith to quench and also to restore. Your understanding of the situation, like the blind Bartimaeus, he knows too well that, dude, I cannot do this by my own because he understands the force and the mystery of faith. He was able to engage the force and the mystery. Like I said to you, faith is not a religious principle. It is not a religious, it was not the theory that was located by, by some monk sitting in Dubai. It is a mystery and a power that has been given to us as believers to lay hold on all the eternal benefits. It is to you according to your faith. It is to you according to your faith. What else again, right? Why faith is important? Number three, it, it takes faith to activate the rested life and your all-round dominion. It takes faith to activate the rested life. 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 Because I know a lot of people say, yes, rested life is empty, but how can I get into it? It takes faith to activate your rested life. We can also see that in the book of John chapter 1. 
Verse 3. He says, all things were made by him. And everything that exists comes from the Father. So your faith in believing that everything has been done by him. And you enter into that very particular reality. You also begin to activate rest in every area of your life. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3, we have already read that thing, that it is by the word of God through faith that the earth was formed. It was carved to the reality that we are seeing it. But it takes faith to activate the rested life. Number four also, what is it? Why is faith important? It takes faith to enforce your desired change. Karota shalabrateza. It takes faith to enforce your desired change. What is the change in which you want currently? It takes the faith for you to desire it. Your pastor can declare God's counsel. It takes faith for that very particular counsel that you can operate in this morning for your desire change to be a reality. It takes faith to enforce your desire change. The Bible makes us to understand her. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9, it says, and Paul was giving us an example. He says, a great door has been opened unto me, but there are many adversaries. There are many devils that is in every level of your life. But it takes faith to enforce that very particular change you want to see. If Paul can go through that very particular thing, if Jesus can be perfected and also be attacked by the devil, to the point that the devil questioned his faith, my dear, for the fact that they did not shift, that same faith has been tested. The faith has gone through fire. It has been given to you. It is time to be awakened to the consciousness and pull the possibility of the faith to change your desire that you want to see. It takes faith to enforce your desire. Like the Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16. He said, taking the shield of faith. Taking the shield of faith. You'll be able to quench every fairy dart of the devil. Taking the shield of faith. Taking the shield of faith. Taking the shield of faith. Also, I want you to understand that we are in a warfare. And depending on the kind of weapon in which you are using, will determine what you'll be able to pull off. We are in a, see, life is not a, it's not a fun fair. Life is not a chill and it's not a chill zone. Life is a battleground. It takes your faith for you to be able to quench. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 12 to verse 16. I think let me even read that very particular place quickly. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 12 to verse 16. It says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So I want you to understand that the current circumstances you are going through, it is not, the, it's not, it's not, it's not your boss that is hating you. That is the spirit that is sponsoring that guy that is currently tormenting you. He said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power, against them, the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. He said, wherefore unto you, the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil days, having all done, stand Therefore, having your lungs gilded with the truth, having the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shielded with the preparation of the gospel. Now, after that, he now says, above all the things that he has said, he said, take the shield of faith. Yes, you have confessed. You have, you have, you have, you, 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 you have made yourself known. You have prayed. You have fasted. You've done everything. He said, above all that, take the shield of faith. He said, wherein you'll be able to quench every fairy dart of the devil. Where you'll be able to quench above every fasting and prayer, above everything that you have done. Take the shield of faith. Take the shield of faith. Take the shield of faith. I pray for someone this morning as you are taking your shield of faith and you are declaring with the shield, you will destroy everything that needs to be destroyed in your life in the name of Jesus. He said, Take the shield of faith. 
One of the things that I want you to understand when it comes to the concept of faith is the fact that faith has been given to you. And as I'm busy preparing this message, the Holy Spirit was booked in. Maybe because I was born in a military zone. See, because I was born in the barracks. My father is a retired military guy. And so I understand what it means. Whereby the Bible says that faith is a weapon. See, my dear, there are some certain battles you want to engage. You, either you desire to carry a cutlass or you choose to carry a AK-47. Either you carry AK-47 or you choose to carry a nuclear weapon. There's a different level of, those weapons had different level. The same thing, for instance, there are some certain countries that some certain countries should not dare when it comes to battle because why? The country understands the weapon that those countries carries. The same thing also applies to you with your faith. You have built your faith to a certain extent. When, when the devil is coming, he knows that the weapon that this lady is carrying, it is not just a common weapon. It is a weapon of a nuclear bomb or it's a weapon of an AK-47. You determine that. Taking the shield of faith, ability to walk your faith to the place where by the time the devil is approaching you, he looks at you and he knows that, man, I cannot go here. The same way that it would be stupid for Nigeria country to want to go and attack America because Nigeria understands the fullness that, bruh, America has nuclear weapon, whatever weapon and stuff. So Nigeria will have to bow down when it comes to America. The same thing also applies to you. The devil understands the kind of weapon you carry. But for the devil to be able to bow down, you need to make the devil know that with this weapon I'm carrying, I have the grace to kill you at every point in time. I pray this morning that as you begin to walk your weapons, you begin to walk the faith on the inside of you, you'll be able to quench everything that the devil is using to fight you in the name of Jesus. Now, let's begin to see also her. What is the nature of the rested life faith? What is the nature and the characteristics? I found enough as I'm saying this, and I remember one comedy that happened. You know, your pastor, he watch things. I'm, I, I work in the entertainment industry. Yeah, so there's a particular young guy, no, one old man, they were asking him to pronounce the word characteristics. Yo, so I'm saying some people are already laughing. The guy was struggling with the word. Whatever. See, English is not our first language in Africa. You guys should pardon us. <laughs> but what is it? What is the characteristics and the nature of the faith you carry? As we're about to come to the end of the service this morning. What is the nature and the rested life faith? What is the characteristics? The kakaskis, whatever like they call it. <laughs> what is the characteristics this morning? Because you need to know what are the things that make this faith work for you this morning. And as we begin to engage on this one, your eyes will be open to see all in the name of Jesus. Point number one, the nature of the faith that we carry as a rested life family is the fact that it sees the invincible. It sees the invincible. I remember last week, Sunday I was preaching. I said you need to see from where you are to the place you want to be. You cannot see where you are. If you cannot, if you, you cannot move from where you are if you cannot see where you are going. The faith and the nature of faith we carry, it sees the impossible. It sees the invincible to make the invisible to become a reality. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 27, it says, For by faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seen the invisible, as seen who is the invisible. Moses at that point, he saw the invisible, he saw Canaan, even while he was in Egypt. The, your, one of the characteristics is the fact that you have the capacity to see the invisible. It is what you see by the force of faith. That is what your hand take captures. It is what you see by the force of faith. That is what your hand captures. I feel like saying it again. It is what you see by the force of faith. That is what your hand captures. It says here that by faith, Moses forsook Egypt. 
He left. See, he was in Egypt, but he was not in Egypt. He has left Egypt. He endured all the pain. And you and I know too that the children of Israel, when they were in Egypt, they landed at the promised land. I pray this morning for you that as your eyes begin to see the invisible, you will take hold of it in the name of Jesus. Karasari, you have the ability for you to see the invisible. The ability for you to see the invisible. The Bible makes us to understand huh, is that it is through faith we understand that the world was framed. See, ability for you to look at your life as I'm preaching this morning. Look at your life and begin to create your reality by faith. I have my children. My children is this. My children is that. If there's one thing I know about my wife very well, my wife has a very, maybe because she's a writer, she has a very strong imaginative word to the point that as she has imagined it all of a sudden, it even configured me, the pastor, me, the husband, to fall into a reality. The ability for you to look at the invisible. My wife will wake up in the morning and tell me, baby, I want to see us have this very particular couch, this very particular chair and stuff. All of a sudden, we end up getting it. And the time she was looking at that very particular thing, we don't even have it in the house that moment. The force of invisible, your faith carries that very particular reality. We can also see that in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, from verse 9 to verse 14. It says, Hi, eyes have not seen her. Ears have not heard her. Neither has it entered into the heart of men what God wants to do for you. But the only way for you to be able to, because eyes have not seen it, faith gives you the ability for you to see it. Then when the people begin to see the manifestation, that is when they testify that, yeah, well, we've not seen this. Because why? Faith empowers you to see the invisible. Empowers you to make the invisible to become your reality. What else again do we need to understand when it comes to faith? Point number two. It takes faith to think the unthinkable. It takes faith to think the unthinkable. Ability to think some certain possibility. It takes faith for you to think the unthinkable. How can you want to imagine a guy that is 99 years and his wife is 89 years, yet they are still believing God for the fruit of the womb? It takes faith to think the unthinkable. It takes faith to think the unthinkable. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7, it says, for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. For as a man thinketh in his heart. What are you thinking concerning your life this morning? The year is about to come to an end. Are you imagining this year to say, no, this year is going to be my year of blessing. That regardless of coronavirus, I can still get the job. I can still work in divine health. I can still have the promotion. I can still drive the car. I can still get the loan approved. I can still get the tender come to me. It takes faith to think the unthinkable. The Bible also makes us to understand that in the book of Romans chapter 4 from verse 17 to verse 22, it says, Abraham staggered not. Abraham was a thinking guy. He knows too well that as long as Sarah is still alive, Sarah will carry the child. Everything that Abraham thought of, the Bible says Abraham even helped Sarah to believe Sarah to a reality. He thinks Sarah's point to the point that he staggered not. The Bible says, neither did he consider the deadness of Sarah. Abraham thinks to the point, no wonder he has the boldness to sleep with his wife at 99 years. And yet he can fire and everything come to pass. He's tankered not. Ability to think. Your faith carries capacity to think. Now that you are listening to me and you are looking at the company in which you are working and you are saying this very particular company, enough is enough. I can start my company. I have been able to work with this company thus far. Ability to sit in the company and yet they don't like you. But you can think your own company running as a Fortune 500 company. Having all the investors listed in JSE, 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 Stock Exchange. Yeah, having that kind of capacity. One day I was sharing with my wife. I said, I have not seen a church being listed in GSC. Platform will be that church. I want somebody to say amen. 
platform will be the choice. Whereby people will look and say, damn it, how did this guy pull it off? Ability to operate in the financial sector in full. Platform will be that choice that will be listed among GSE. Stock exchange, even in America, wherever. Because why? We have worked ourselves to the point. I have thought of that reality. So for me, it is, it is currently now my expectation. Even though despite the fact that I'm sitting here at the studio, producing this very particular content, I have seen platform at a level. No wonder the name is called a platform. And we have thought about, we have thought of so many things, written, putting it down on paper. And we're working with that very particular step. As you think this morning, everything that your mind is thinking this morning, you will lay hold of it in the name of Jesus. Third thing, the unthinkable. One of the things in which I want to put here in the book of Isaiah chapter 54, from verse 1 to verse 3. Isaiah 54, 1 to verse 3. The Bible here says, uh, it says, sing, O barren. <laughs> Somebody this morning is about to sing for joy. <laughs> it says, sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear. It says, break forth into singing. It says, cry aloud, that thou didst not prevail with child. It says, for more are the children of the desolator than the children of, I mean, than the children of the married wife. See the Lord. Now, this is what faith does. Faith in verse 2 show you what that very particular barren is. When it talks about the barren here, it's talking about the woman that is barren. He's talking about you that your finance is not working. He's talking about you that your head is in challenge. Now this is what it says in verse 2. He says, enlarge thy place of thy tent. Which means think thy capacity. Let your capacity be wide. He says, enlarge the place of thy tent and let them stretch forth. I mean, let me say, he said, let them stretch forth the curtains of thy inhabitation. Which means begin to create space of that very particular thing you want to see. Ability for you to begin to purchase your reality. Ability for you to force your thinking. He says, Enlarge the place of your tent. Then he now says, he says, Pierre not, lengthen thy court and also strengthen thy stake. He says, for thou shalt break forth, which means for you to be able to carry that very particular joy you want to carry. He says, for thou shalt break forth on the right and on the left, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate city inhabited. Ah! Their faith carries power. Ah! I want somebody to say to, to themselves, say, my faith carry power. I want you to say it one more time. Say it louder. My faith carry power. Ah, See, you carry the power for you to do everything. One of the things in which I put here, I say, is, uh, I say, what you cannot mentally accommodate, you cannot actually receive it. What you cannot mentally accommodate, if your mind cannot accommodate it, forget your hand handling it. What you cannot mentally capture through faith, you cannot physically future the need. What you cannot mentally capture through the faith, you cannot physically future in it. Until you capture the future through faith, you have no business futuring that very particular thing. Until you capture the picture through faith, you, you have no business futuring it. Your mental picture is what the rested life determines what you enjoy. I says what you think is what you live. What you are thinking now is what you live. What you are about to think is what you will live. And what you will begin to think is what you live. What you think is what you live. Point number three. What is the nature and the characteristics of faith? As the fact that it speaks the unspeakable. It speaks the unspeakable. Faith speaks the unspeakable. We say the Bible says in the book of Psalm chapter 81 verse 10. He said, open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. Open your mouth wide. See, the reason why your hand is not also getting it is your mouth is not saying it. Open your mouth wide. I can never be poor. I can never be broke. You tell the circumstances. Also make the people here. 
I can never be stranded. I can never be shortcut. I can never fail. Your mouth speaks the reality of what your faith has captured. You cannot think it. You cannot imagine it without your mouth saying it. There is no way that the picture will be formed in you without your body and everything accommodating. Before you know what is going on, your mouth will pump it out. We can see that with the life of Jesus. When Jesus looked at that very particular tree, imagine Jesus was going to the tree to eat the fruit thereof. But all of a sudden, because of who Jesus is, the Bible says his mouth said it to the point that Peter hear it. There are some of you this morning, you are about to speak boldly to tell to the point that your friends and even the devil, they will hear you speak. You will stand up and tell them, I carry my child. They are looking at you and they are wondering, how come you're saying you're carrying your child? How come you're saying you say you don't understand? I have seen it. I have pictured it. My mouth must declare it. You take the actions of faith. As long as you are saying it with your mouth, you are walking in that direction because why? You have pictured the reality of the invisible and you are fully convinced and fully persuaded that I carry my child and people are looking at you when I'm talking about a child yes it can be a physical child but it's also talk about the child of your destiny the child of your expectation the child of the reality you want to see I carry them and you tell the people so that they can if they want to mock you let them mock you because you know that you will carry it do you know the kind of mockery that Abraham and Sarah were going through father of many nations and yet there was nothing father in nation in him father of many they were calling them father and mother of nation some of them were insulting them, but that continued to build faith in them. Their faith begins to grow. Their faith life begins to, what was called, they, they, they staggered not at the, at the promises of Jesus. They were standing stronger. They know too well that regardless of the fact that you are calling me Sarah, I know you are mocking me, but watch me very soon. You will join me to celebrate the one that will be a covenant child. I know you think that I cannot start a business, but watch me very soon. I am telling you, I am going to run the business. I am going to run my marriage. I am going to marry well. I will even marry the guy better than your husband. And they are looking at you, they are insulting you. I decree upon you this morning as you begin to speak every of your word that you speak will come to pass in the name of jesus the faith speaks it speaks the unspeakable it helps you for you to pull off the bible says in the book of Acts, chapter 14 verse 3 Acts chapter 14 verse 3 it says long time therefore abode they speaking boldly in the lord they speak boldly in the lord which gave testimony unto the words of grace and granted signs and wonders to be done by their hand. My dear, the reason why you are not currently holding the signs and wonder, you are not speaking boldly. The reason why you are not currently having or walking in the place in which God has ordained for you, you are not declaring your placement of who you are in Christ. The reason why you are sitting there now, you are looking at me, you are wondering, how can this reality be? It is because your mouth is not saying it. Yes, your picture, your head has pictured it. Your faith is working it. It is time to engage your mouth to be able to take it. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29, it says that you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. You decree the thing and let God establish it. See, one of the things I needed to understand with this concept of faith is the fact that when you trade faith, heaven receives the currency. Faith is a current. It is a current. Faith is a current. The Holy Spirit just gave me an example that I need to put this morning. Faith is a current. It is a current. Ah, Holy Spirit, faith is a current. It carries possibility. But you know the funny thing when it comes to the faith then. Now I'm looking at this very particular, um, these cables, these wire cables, that, 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 this electricity cable that you see all around and stuff. Do you know that the same current that this very particular mic that I'm using, the same current of electricity that is on this very particular mic, is totally dependent on the capacity of this cable. It's dependent on the capacity of the cable. 
But do you know that there are some certain cord, there are some certain cables. They carry a high tension current to the point that they don't give birth to any bed to land on that current. It will kill it. That is how faith is. The ability for you to walk your faith is either your faith is as, as is as tiny as this very particular rope that I'm holding here, as as tiny as this one, or probably your faith is as big as the kind of wire that they use to pass current everywhere. You determine that. Faith is a current and dependent on the wire in which you present before God determines what flow out of that very particular thing to your life. I pray this morning that as you begin to stretch your capacity of your faith and your current coming back again, you will lay hold of everything that pertains to you in the name of Jesus. How does faith accomplish all things? How does it accomplish all things? Because there is always a way that faith accomplishes things. How does faith accomplish things? Point number one here that I want to put here. The fact that you need to understand uh, that you need to believe your prophet. The only way faith can happen, believe uh, your prophet. There are factors that God has actually put as a system to be able to empower the faith that has been given to you. Your pastor is not giving you any faith. Your pastor is only helping you to be awakened to the consciousness of what you carry. Like as, as this morning is, uh, I am preaching to you and your faith is coming back. The Bible says in the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 20 verse 20, it says, believe in the Lord your God and so, shall, so you shall be established. Believe in his prophet and you shall prosper. God can establish you, but the prosperity of your establishment is determined by the person in which God has put in your life. That is why for me, I pity those who are looking at the church system and they could not fathom it. And for me, I have a scripture. The Bible says the reason why they cannot understand is because the devil has blinded their eyes from saying, believe your prophet. Believe your prophet. Matthew chapter 10 from verse 14. Matthew 10 41, sorry, says, he said, he that received a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive the prophet reward. And he that received a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall also receive a righteous man reward. What do we, what, what these are the things. Number one, you believe the prophet. Believe. If your prophet said to you, go, you shall be saved. You engage on that word as if there is nothing else you can take. Do you notice that with that very particular word, when Jesus said to the disciples, uh, said to Peter, he said, Peter, go to the river. The first fish in which you catch open, Peter had no problem believing. He believed the prophet. He went, see, he had no question because, you, you, you need to understand that some certain things in the Bible, when you read it and you try to put your mind to it, Peter was a fisherman, was a professional fisher guy. And all of a sudden, he has been fishing, let's say, for 20 years. And one pastor come and tell him, go to the river. Open the fish, you will find coin. Peter, Peter has the grace to tell Peter, what's called Jesus. Are you, how do you South Africa say? You are mad. I've been fishing for almost 20 years. You are telling me to go and open the mouth of a fish. Do you understand what you are saying? But Peter did not stagger the unbelief. He went straight to the fish, opened the mouth of the fish. He actually took it. Some of you, your reason why you are still where you are is because you refuse to adhere to the blessing and the commandment that the Lord has actually ordained, the servant of God for your destiny. He said in the book of 1st King chapter 4, he said there, Elisha was telling them, he said, fetch me a pottage out of that very particular water or that very particular food you are eating and let me bless it and pour it back and the poison will die. He's, Jesus Christ said to the disciples, he said, gather the pot, put water. They, they, they had no problem believing the son of God. No wonder Mary said, whatsoever he tells you to do, do it. Whatsoever he tells you to do, do it. I know that, yes, there are charlatans in the industries and stuff, or charlatans in the ministry and co. You, your business is to locate your pastor. Locate the one God has ordained for you. What else again? Because I don't want to focus on this part for too long. What else again do you need to engage? Number two, diligently receive the word. 
diligently receive the word of God. Some of us are reading the word without receiving the word. There are two different things. You read the word and you receive it. As it is written, so shall it be. If the Lord says, I am prosper, so shall it be. Receive the word as it is. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 17. It says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith coming. The only reason why your faith can be alive is when you receive the word of God. When you receive the word of God. When you receive the word of God. What is again number three as my time because I needed us to pray before the service ended. Number three also. Genuinely believe the word. Yes, you have read the word. Receive the word. Now genuinely believe the word of God. Believe the word. It is the only weapon that can empower your faith for a dominion, for the all-round dominion and rested life you are looking. Genuinely believe the word of God. The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 1 verse 45. Luke 1 45. It says, and blessed is he, I mean blessed is she that believeth, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told of her from the Lord. Blessed is she that believeth. So the ability for you to believe, like I'm declaring to you this morning, to say you shall prosper, you shall be in health, everything that wants to attack you, fall down for your sake. Genuinely believe the word. You say, for there shall be a performance of that which you believe. Funny enough, I'm hearing in my spirit, maybe you have been believing fear. You have been believing discomfort. You have been believing anxiety. You have been believing poverty. Maybe that is also the reason why you are currently receiving the performance of your belief genuinely believe the word of God. Number four, committedly declare the word. Committedly. Not just declare, committedly declare the word of God. Committedly declare the word of God. Committedly declare it. Matthew 8 verse 8 says, the centurion says to the Lord, he says, speak the word only. He said, for my servant shall be made whole. And Jesus spoke the word and the servant committedly declared the word. He says, out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth will make you, the mouth speaketh. Committedly declare the word of the Lord. What are you declaring this morning? Are you going to declare by the words of faith this morning that I am prosperous, that my health is in good health, my finances are coming together, my marriage that looks as if it's in pain, they are all coming together, my body that is sick, it is coming together. Committedly declare the word. And finally, point number five, dedicatedly obey the word of God. We talk about obedience on last week, Thursday's message. We talk about the force of obedience. Commit dedicatedly obey the word. The Bible, there's scripture for you to be able to lay hold in the book of James chapter 2 from verse 18 to verse 22. I mean 18 to 26. James chapter 2 from verse 18 to 26. James 2, 18 to 26. It's a very long reader. But committedly obey the word of God. On that very particular scripture, it was making us to understand that if you believe the word of God, if you believe it, you have declared it, you will obey the instruction therein. If it says walk, you walk. If it says run, you run. If it says give, you give. If it says sacrifice, you committedly obey the word of God. My dear sisters and brothers, that is how we begin to enforce this very particular nature of faith. And for us to begin to end this very particular thing, I want you to understand that one, you believe your prophet. Number two, you declare the word. That I mean, you, you receive the word. Diligently receive the word. Number three, believe the word that has been given to you. Number four, declare the word that you have captured. And number five, uh, obey the word. 
this morning i challenge the faith on the inside of you as you begin to rise up this morning i challenge the faith on the inside of you to begin to speak out your realities i don't care whatever circumstances that you are currently facing i don't know what is that very particular thing i have brought god counsel to you this morning for you to see that your faith that you have is enough you don't need any other faith the faith that jesus has given you is the same faith that you have on the inside of you open your mouth this morning and begin to engage that's all we have for today but be sure to continue listening to the Rested Life Conversations. At Platform Church, we are all about simplifying the process, providing solutions, and creating realities for you. If this message has blessed you and you want to be a blessing by supporting this ministry, please visit platformchurch.co.za. Platform Church, family of rest.